Welcome to the Daily Pursuit Podcast. My name is Morgan Hodge. I'm a performance coach and neurobiomechanical specialist. And each week we are looking to bring you an inspiring person or message to help you level up your life. Truly appreciate you taking the time and spending it with me today. Let's level up. What's going on, everyone? Happy Wednesday. Today, I'm going off script and coming at you with a personal episode uh, about an experience and some experiences that I've had uh, over the course of my life and more recently over the last year and a bit. So I hope you enjoy this kind of slightly different episode today. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback on it. I hope that you can take someone away from it. It's time to level up your life. Owning your story is the bravest thing you'll ever do. Brene Brown. How's it going, everyone? Today, I want to take the time to do just that in that quote, which is owning my own story. For a long time, I've struggled with this notion of owning my story and owning my successes. So I wanted to take the time, kind of go off script. Usually when I record these episodes, I take the time to do some research, come up with a game plan, and have some notes for myself to follow along to keep me on track, because sometimes I get sidetracked. But today I wanted to sort of throw that out the window and do what we refer to uh, in fitness world, in the CrossFit world, and just full send it. So what I want to dive into today is how my ego was my downfall. So I want to get a little bit of backstory on this so you have some context as to where I'm going with all of this and where this episode is going. And truly, I have no idea myself because, again, full send. But backstory on myself, I've been a competitive individual my entire life. Sport and competition has been something that has been a part of my life. And my ego has come along with that and has grown with that. And even though I have not always won, the desire and the passion and the competitiveness to win and to accomplish things at a high level has always been there. And so throughout childhood, throughout my adulthood, I've gone after different goals uh, physically uh, in my training uh, in sport. And Overall, I've been fairly successful with them. Throughout high school and throughout my younger years, I competed at a high level on uh, basketball teams. And we you know, won uh, many tournaments, we won many championships, uh, won districts, um, and so quite successful. And getting into my adulthood, transitioned into more of the CrossFit realm and competing in CrossFit. And my ego and my competitive spirit definitely attached to that world and to 
that competitive nature that sort of CrossFit uh, created, um, especially in the fitness realm. Now, for myself, throughout all this time, despite being a competitive individual and having an ego and being a very stubborn person, um, as those that truly know me will attest to, I've always struggled with acknowledging in its full capacity my successes and the things that I have worked towards and accomplished. I've always had a bit of a shy away nature when it comes to accepting praise for the things that I've done well, despite the fact that I'm always chasing that accomplishment. I'm always chasing and pursuing excellence and winning. That's something that I've always had in me where I just, I, I don't accept failure for the end point. I love failure because it teaches me so much, but I want to win. And I want to win in the, in the way that fulfills me. And so getting back to this notion of how my ego was my downfall brings us to last year. And so last year I competed in the CanWest Games in the elite male division, which to many is quite an accomplishment. And sitting here today, I recognize that accomplishment but I'm sure you can even hear it in my voice that I still full, haven't fully accepted my doing that and achieving that. And so that's what I wanted to touch on today and sort of start to dig into today is the struggle that I had with accepting and acknowledging and embracing my accomplishment for competing as an elite male at the CanWest Games. Now, I'll give you a bit of sort of what happened so you have some context with, um, with what the CanWest Games are. Maybe you're not familiar with that. So the CanWest Games are a uh, local functional fitness uh, event that is held, uh, was held in Coquitlam, BC and now is going to be held this coming year at a, at a different location. Um, but it's a massive event. Uh, there's, I think there were last year there was 1,200 plus athletes that competed in it. And in order to compete in this event, uh, it's a three-day event, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. In order to compete in it, you have to qualify. So you have to perform uh, diff, uh, a bunch of different workouts. And based on your score, based on your results you can uh, uh, receive a qualifying spot to compete at the actual games. So it's not just like you can just, anyone can just go. And so I made the decision before, obviously, the, the qualifiers started, uh, quite a few months before, to really dig in and attack my training and try to qualify for the Canwest Games as an elite individual male. Something that I hadn't done uh, 
in my CrossFit functional fitness career, um, any other competitions I took part in, I competed on teams or, or trios or, um, or pairs um, for any of those competitions. So I never gone at it alone. I never pursued that individual competition uh, status. And so trained really hard. Qualifiers came around and I started to attack those workouts. Now, going into this and going into those qualifiers as things come up as, as an athlete, battling some, some nagging injuries and whatnot um, that were, were bothersome and affecting me in, in certain ways and certain movements, um, but still just attacked the workouts and um, did what I could to try to qualify for the CanWest Games. End of qualifiers roll around, and I didn't qualify. I think I, uh, I can't remember exactly how many spots out I was. Um, at one point, I think it was maybe maybe 12 spots out um, at the farthest point um, after all the results came in um, out of, I don't know how many actually uh, qual or attempted to qualify. There was quite a few, um, but I didn't qualify. So what happens in this process is those that uh, met the certain, uh, fell within the certain top 40 um, athletes um, for the qualifying spots, they all receive invites. And then based on who accepts invites um, or who doesn't, they start to send out invites to those down the list on the, on the qualifying board. And so... I eventually did receive an invite to compete as an elite male at the Ken West Games based on my placement in the qualifiers, even though I, to myself, feel that I didn't technically qualify. Because for myself, mentally, my battle was that I didn't make it within the top or the cutoff for the qualifiers. And so I didn't earn my spot. That's what I was telling myself mentally. And that was the battle that I was having mentally was that after the qualifiers were said and done, after hitting those workouts as best as I could, my level and my fitness level wasn't where it needed to be. To qualify because I didn't make the cutoff so then when it came around and I actually received that invite I questioned whether to accept it I questioned whether to accept the invite that I had qualified for the canvas games because of the fact that I didn't hit the cutoff initially and I was only getting that that um, uh, qualifying spot because others, other athletes declined their spot. So this was a, a challenging mental time for me as an athlete, as a competitive athlete, as someone that has an ego and, and has that, that drive 
to compete and and that desire to be the best possible self that he can. This was a very unique and challenging time frame. For me mentally, despite what anyone else was saying to me, not making it into that top cutoff meant to me that I wasn't fit enough, wasn't at the level that I needed to be to qualify. And so then my ego started playing in my mind of, you're going to get your ass kicked. You're not going to be able to hold your own against those that are there because look, you didn't even qualify in the top 40. You got a secondary invite. Even though the people around me, those in my corner, were saying to me like, yo, you put the work in and you placed high enough that you still got an invite because yes, some other people didn't take their invite, but you placed high enough still that you could receive an invite, which is true. And I, looking back on it, it, yeah, I placed high enough. I did enough work and scored well enough that I was able to place high enough to still receive an invite after others didn't. But man, my ego and my mindset through that just wanted to walk away because I didn't actually qualify, quote unquote, in my mind. And this continued on literally up until the night before the competition. I don't think many know that. Those that are in my inner circle do. But this doubt and this uncertainty and questioning my my competing and whether I should compete, this carried over all the way months later to literally the night before the competition. To where I was even sitting there going that this me competing wasn't fair to my family. That me taking the time to compete as an elite individual wasn't fair to them and so I shouldn't do it. Even though I had full support from my family. And so all the way, literally all the way up into the day of I almost pulled out of the competition because in my head and my ego, I was letting it drive me. I was letting it dictate my actions and decisions. It was almost as though my ego was someone else and I was living my life through that other person's opinion, even though it was my own self and my own ego questioning. And so literally, like I say, up until the night before the competition, I was ready to walk away. I had a hip injury that was bugging me. I wasn't sure how that was going to feel. But at the same time, I was blowing that up into a bigger thing than it needed to be. Because I knew what the workouts were for the weekend. 
I knew there wasn't much that was going to truly limit my ability to perform based around my injury, based around my my hip bugging me. I knew I had the people in play that could help me if it was bothering me. I had everything set up that way. Right? I had fuel that I needed. I had the rehab people that I needed. I had everything that I needed. What I didn't have was my brain and myself confidently stepping forward into a scary unknown place. Because bigger than the notion of the like actually qualifying in the top cutoff versus getting a secondary invite, bigger than that was the actual act of competing as an individual and stepping out onto that competition floor as an individual and showcasing what I could do on my own in that sense. And looking back on that, that terrified the shit out of me because my ego didn't want to make a fool of myself because I had this thought in my head because I'm a competitive guy, I know the other high level athletes that compete that I knew were at another level than myself that I saw the names of whether I knew them personally or not. I saw those names and I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not at that level. I can't hang with those guys. What the hell am I doing stepping out on this floor competing? So even more so than just the qualifiers, this was a myself talking myself out of it because I thought that I couldn't hang before even attempting to do so. I thought I wasn't going to be able to throw down with anyone and I was going to, you know, shit the bed and embarrass myself before even attempting anything. Before even doing a first pull on the rower or putting a little bit of weight on the bar. Before anything happened over that course of that weekend, I had already set myself up in such a negative way because of my ego. But thankfully, I didn't walk away. And I attribute that a lot to my inner circle and those in my corner that basically gave me no choice. Basically, it's told me, you're doing this. You've worked hard for this. And you're going to regret it if you don't. And internally, I knew they were right. I knew they were completely right in that. In that, if I didn't do this, I would look back and regret it. And one of the things that always comes up in these these times is whenever I don't compete in a competition and I look at the competition afterwards, I'm like, man, that would have been a fun one to compete in. Now, I, I'm specific with when I compete now and, and which competitions I choose to compete in, but my competitive spirit always looks at a competition and goes, ooh, that would have been a fun one to compete in. I, I feel like I could have done well even though my ego sometimes is questioning beforehand. 
So the night before the Can West game started last year, I was ready to pull the plug. My ego was like, dude, you don't got this. Save yourself. I was questioning it all. All because my ego was my downfall in that moment. But I woke up the next morning, packed up my bag, packed up all my gear, packed up all my stuff, headed to the competition venue, and just let the weekend go as it was and how it would. I knew that I had put the work in and I made a conscious effort and conscious decision to just let all those thoughts and feelings go. Once I got there, once I got warmed up for that first workout, I knew that that first workout was just one just to get going. And yet, even during that first workout, and it was a freaking brutal workout, during that first workout, my ego was still saying, dude, just don't come last. Don't come last on this workout. You're situated right in front of the stands. Everyone can see you. Just don't come last. And I didn't. And I'm happy about that. I won't lie. Especially since that workout had a bunch of running in it. And those that know me know I do not like running. But my ego was still playing in my head at that time. And an interesting thing happened. Not surprising, but an interesting thing happened as the weekend went on. In that I continued to better my scores that I had hit in practice on these workouts and better anything that I had expected to do overall throughout the weekend. There were a few hiccups, as there usually are in competition. There are a few unfortunate circumstances where things out of my control happened, as well as I didn't take control of certain situations that I probably should have and could have to have bettered my position and bettered my standing. But at the end of the day, I went in and I hit that weekend and I came out of it successful. And I came out of it proud of myself. And I came out of it with massive support from those in my corner. And those people that I met that weekend, other competitors that I didn't know until day one. Who saw what I could do and, and were pumped for me with things that I did. And vice versa for them. And so I, finishing that weekend, I was proud of myself. I was pumped for myself. And so at this point in time, listening to me talk about this, it's like, okay, cool. So there you go, right? You had your ego. It almost made you not do it, but you did it. 
But that's just the first part. That's just the first half of this whole story because my ego almost stopped me from competing. But then I did. And I did better than I expected or thought. I accomplished things that I'm really pumped about. And I went after things with a confidence that I hadn't experienced within myself before. But I knew I could do it. Competing as an individual, it allowed me to step forward into a new self that I hadn't experienced before. But that was just the first half. Because since that competition and since stepping forward into that new self from a personal sense and that internal intrinsic sense, my ego has still been my downfall because I didn't celebrate it. I didn't acknowledge it. I wouldn't talk about it. Frankly, I talked it down most of the time. Like, you know, it's nothing big. It wasn't something big to brag about or talk about. You know, people would ask me about it and I would just downplay it. I would have that modest mentality and and modest speak and just downplay it. Yeah, I competed. Yeah, it went well. Oh, you know, wasn't my best. I've hit more before. I would just downplay what I had accomplished, even though I had accomplished and hit numbers that I hadn't hit before. And even though people that I've spoken to that have said and asked, or I have people, clients of mine that talk with friends of theirs and mention how I competed in that, and they think it's a fucking massive thing, and it's a huge deal. But I struggle with acknowledging that and accepting that. And I think that's something that maybe some of you can relate to as well. That we achieve something, we do something that is truly inspiring to so many people and a massive accomplishment in so many people's eyes yet within ourselves, we downplay it. We don't see it that way. Or we don't let ourselves see it that way because our ego is our downfall. It's similar to progress that we make in our training and in our, in our fitness and our health. In that the up-close and personal view, we don't see the progress typically right away seems very small or non-existent. But you have that step back view, those that are around you in your inner circle, and they see the greater progress, they see the accomplishments way better than you are and can. But it is on us to acknowledge what we do, be proud of it and talk about it, celebrate it, 
because not everyone gets to do that. Not everyone achieves that. Not everyone is fortunate enough to do what you are doing. And yes, it took a lot of work and it took effort. And that's even the bigger point is that not acknowledging it is discounting all the work it took to get there. Not acknowledging it is showing yourself or, or being having injustice with yourself because you're not giving credit to all that work that you put in. And so I am at a place now where, yeah, I still struggle with acknowledging and speaking about my accomplishments. I'm still working on that notion of, fuck yeah, I did this, and I'm pumped about it. And accepting that praise from others that go, holy shit, that's awesome. Well done. I still struggle with that. And it's something that I'm still wading through the waters in and sorting out the emotions of it all. But I do acknowledge and I've taken the time to acknowledge that my doing what I did and competing as an elite individual for myself was massive, but in itself is a massive accomplishment. As not many people have that opportunity or put the work in to get that opportunity like I did. And so I'm proud of myself for that. And I acknowledge how big of an accomplishment it is. And I think those around me in my inner circle that tell me that it's something that I should talk about more, they're totally right. I mean, hell, it's something that I don't even really, or hadn't really spread or continue to spread. across my social media or just in discussions. I would only bring it up if people brought it up to me. But I'm working on it. Because I am proud of the work that I put in and I am proud of competing and accepting that invite to compete. And I acknowledge and give myself the credit for taking that invite, knowing that I did the work to get to that place. And it's funny because a similar thing has happened in a non sort of competition setting for myself as a coach in being selected as one of Canada's top trainers for two years in a row. 
And this accomplishment, I post about it, just like I posted about my competing at Ken West at the time. But even then, my posts were very modest and standoffish. There was a bit of that kind of like sarcastic humor to things and, and just that not owning it truly. You know, as much as yes, I am humbled by being selected as a top trainer in Canada, there's also a part of it where you need to say, fuck yeah, I deserve this. And you appreciate it, truly, like I truly, truly, truly appreciate it. But I've also worked my ass off. And continue to work my ass off. And I'm not satisfied with accomplishing just those things and being done. But it's important for us to take the time to appreciate ourselves and acknowledge for ourselves what we do. And it's important for us to talk about it with other people. Because by internalizing it, we often can make it into a negative experience. And that's, I think, almost what I did. Was I took qualifying for the CanWest Games and flipped it into somehow a negative experience. That me competing was a negative thing. And that fascinates me how we do that to ourselves, given that we accomplished something amazing. Given that we put a whole ton of work in to get to where we, where we wanted to get to. And yet we still will turn it around and create this negative experience for ourselves. But in going through that, I will say that it has helped me take better action now moving forward. In going through those experiences where my ego was truly my downfall, it has helped me learn and understand how to take action for myself moving forward and how to truly celebrate my wins and my successes and my accomplishments. It has helped me see greater areas of opportunity for myself and see how they can become positive experiences. After the Canvas Games last year, I've I literally took six months off. I barely trained. Didn't really have much of a focus as far as what I wanted to do. But I think a lot of that had to do with the fact that I was so emotionally and psychologically, physically drained from what I put myself through by not celebrating the success in competing. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed competing more than I could have ever imagined. I truly, 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 truly 
had a blast competing. And I'm so happy that I did. I'm so happy that those in my inner circle pushed me to not walk away from it. But yet following it, I had a massive drop. But looking at that, that whole experience was necessary for me. Because it led me to this understanding of how my ego, like I say, my ego was almost this other person. My ego was almost this other entity that wasn't myself. But yet I was living and leading and dictating my life based on that opinion and that thought process of my ego. And so I needed to go through that and I needed to have it come literally all the way up until this year with those in my inner circle going and telling me, hey, you need to celebrate that shit more. You need to talk about it more. Especially given that you're in the industry, you're a coach in the industry, you need to showcase what you've done. Be proud of it. Not from a place of ego and narcissistic mentality or anything that way, but just simply from a place of, hey, this is what I've done. I think it's pretty cool. I think it's, I think put a fucking ton of work in and I've accomplished something. Because it's relatable. No matter the level, at least I hope that it's relatable for individuals to pull something from that experience. And so this is me, this is me talking about it. This is me letting you guys know that it's okay to have that doubt. It's okay to be unsure. It's okay to be to question, it's okay to have those moments where you don't believe maybe you're worth it or whatnot. It's okay to have those moments. But it's not okay to let those moments expand into what our life is. We need to acknowledge and take action and celebrate what we are, who we are, and what we do. Having an ego is a great thing. It can power you through tough times. It can power you through accomplishing more than you ever thought. But when it starts to dictate and run your life or you start to run your life based on it in a negative sense and you start to limit yourself by it, that's when we need to check ourselves. That's when we need to have the tough conversation and tough thought process for ourselves to move forward. So for myself, my ego was my downfall. 
but now moving forward, my ego is my greatest success. My ego is something that I learn from and I listen to. It's an area of opportunity for me to grow and develop. Moving forward, I am far more conscious about celebrating my accomplishments and my successes. Even down to the most simple ones. And further to that, I am far more conscious of celebrating others' successes. Those on my team at my business celebrating their successes no matter how small acknowledging them for what they do my clients it's interesting because i've always been so acutely aware and acknowledge my clients successes and other people's successes i've always been very acutely aware of that and i don't let others get away with not acknowledging and celebrating even the smallest successes for themselves. Despite the fact that I couldn't do that for myself. Despite the fact that I wouldn't acknowledge some of the biggest successes for myself to the level that I should to give my credit, myself credit for for the work that I put in to get them and to accomplish them. It truly makes me laugh thinking about it, just how much of a paradox it is between the two that I had been living and going about my life like, between how much I push others to celebrate their successes and accomplishments, no matter how small, and yet how much I struggled with it myself. Makes me think of those posts on, on social media of Instagram photo versus reality photo. My ego plays a massive role in my life. My competitive spirit plays a massive role in my life. And it's an ongoing process for myself to learn how to convert their effects and what they do, that part of me, into a greater area of opportunity so that I can step forward and succeed even more. I hope that A, this rambling episode made sense <laughs> that you guys are able to take something away from this and truly appreciate what you do on a day-to-day -day basis what you accomplish what you're striving to accomplish I hope that you recognize that it's a process it's easy to get stuck in the moment and think 
Ah, oh, fuck, what the hell is going to go on? What am I doing? But that moment will pass. But it will pass either with you stepping forward into yourself, into a new self, into a better self. Or it'll pass and you'll look back and regret not taking that step. My ego was my downfall. But it won't be moving forward. It will be a component that pushes me continuously to level up in my life and step forward into a new, bigger, better self every single day. Appreciate all of you. Love you all. Love, love. Voices rising like a church choir.